Hey, what up, guys? He's back. What's He's up? back. It's been a little bit, you know? It's been yeah, a little, it's little while. Been a crazy scheduling. It was the end of the football season. And then last week, I was super sick. I mean, I yeah, was sick yeah. from Tuesday to Sunday. For that long? Yeah, I was like, I did not feel good. I was coughing. And so like, I got a strep test. I got a COVID test. Both negative. What? I, was, I know. I was like, well... So, oh, nasty well. little yeah. chest cold. Yeah, it just was not fun. And then on Tuesday, I got to see my dad for the first time in nine months. Yeah, nine months. I know it's been that long. Yeah, that's the longest ever gone without seeing my dad. Wow. Yeah, I just because for those of you who don't know, my parents now live down in Florida, and it was they were supposed to come up two separate times. Uh, one of them for Fourth of July, and just didn't work out. And then another one for one of our friends' weddings um but that didn't work out either um tyler's trying to make a trade right now how is that how do you not take and that it, oh. it, it's not going well uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's been a little a little up and down but now we're getting back and you yeah. know in the mr lawrence's third grade classroom tomorrow we're trying to i guess it'll be today when you guys are listening we're trying to experiment letting the my students wear their costumes. Um, oh, might be the worst decision in my professional career. <laughs> uh, but we shall see. Are there, are there other classes? Uh, there that? are a couple other classes. Um, but I did say no face paint. Smart. No, uh, no wigs until our official party in the afternoon. And no ma- non-COVID masks. I never thought I'd have to put that in there, but I did. Oh, right. <laughs> no non-COVID masks. Um, so hope we'll see how it goes um, from there. But yeah, it'll be a be interesting day tomorrow. <laughs> I guess today when you happy Halloween, yeah, people. No <laughs> All right, well let's kick it off. With a couple of a little over under here. Oh boy, I got I got some names and some yardage totals that I want to I want to see where you're at on. Oh boy, first one is uh, let's start you out with with a running back, my favorite running back, Mr. Joe Mixon. Do you want a quick monologue or are we good to go? He is a smash start start this week. (laughs) Uh, The only thing that worries me is that they might get up by so much that he might not even play. The Samashi Piran might have the same total, but Joe Mixon's 73 and a half total rushing yard or not total 73 and a half rushing yards. Mm. I am an over. Mm hmm. Shoo. Um, I would take that one to the bank. <laughs> yeah, I, but it also feels like a trap. So <laughs> it does. Yeah, because I, while I'm pulling up his stats for his last five games here, actually, you should pull it up because you have it up. I on, think I can click yeah. on it. Oh, there there it, is. it is. Yeah. So Six. right off the bat, knowing that the Jets secondary has done decently mm-hmm. against opposing wide receivers and holding them to, Fewer points than you would expect out of the Jets defense. Um, Cincinnati really showed their hand yesterday that they are most lethal through the air. Yeah. Um, Now you, you play to your strengths, but at the same time you take advantage of the defense's weaknesses, right? Mm. And the weakness for the Jets defense is the running game. Mm. Um, what was what are Mixon's last five games? So he like opponents and 
rushing yards then? I, I only got this last four, but it was Jacksonville. Okay. He was 67 rushing yards. Cincinnati, or not, Green Bay, he had 33 rushing yards. Detroit, he had 94 rushing yards. And Baltimore, he had 59 rushing yards. Ooh. Also in Baltimore, Smudge GP ran at a 40-yard rushing touchdown. Right. Um, and I think that's what you were saying about yep. the score getting too high that <laughs> they're going to take a little bit off of his plate. Um, man, this is – if he hits over, it's going to be like 76, mm-hmm. 77. That's, that's – maybe I should say it this way. Mixon is either like hundreds yes. or he's like just barely over. Uh-huh. Uh, there's no like comfort level no. with Mixon. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say over as well. Over it. It makes too much sense in my yeah. mind. And just here's the thing with player props. Okay, you have to think game plan more than like mm-hmm. personal feeling. Yeah. Um, and as we were saying, that G- that Jets run defense is just not not great. Not great. Yeah, for sure. All right, next one. Tough one. DJ Moore, 85 and a half receiving yards. Under, uh, under, 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 under. Let me let me give you some stats. DJ Moore is averaging 83.7 yards a game. He's playing the Falcons, who are terrible mm-hmm. um, against the pass. Uh, 73 in his last two games, 42 the game before that, but then he had 113 against Dallas. He has a 28% target share. Um, although against Minnesota, he only had a 34% catch rate. Yeah. So he is getting a lot of targets, but it is also Sam Darnold throwing him the ball. I am going to hit the over. This may be because I have him on one of my fantasy teams, Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. I am going to hit the Mm -hmm. over. I am, I am going to go out on a limb. Well, what was that that I said about, you know, putting aside personal feelings for a player. I'm kidding. So (laughs) I'm just hoping that against this Falcons team, I mean, he's getting double digit targets. I'm hoping another one of those 20 yard catches falls his way. And he bumps up from 73 his last two games to a 90. I mean, that's kind of what I would be banking on with him. Yeah. Um, Which is tough. I don't know. That that one's not one that I think I'd be willing to put any money on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. to me, the only reason why I'm saying under is uh, Sam Darnold has just not played the part in his last couple of games. Um, but the one thing that I think could actually really help him out mm-hmm. is if they give the ball more to Chuba Hubbard, okay? Here was Hubbard's stat line from last game. 12 carries for 28 yards. Then in the passing game, he only had four catches, which like four catches is like average yeah. for running backs. Good for 9.6. But guess who that was against? The Giants. Come on now. So in DJ Moore's like bigger games Mm -hmm. these past couple weeks, um, it would have been Dallas, Minnesota, and the Giants. Yes. Dallas, he was in the hundreds. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. He had 30 point fantasy game, which was interesting because Chuba Hubbard only had nine fantasy points. Interesting. Mm. Philly, Chuba had 18 fantasy points, and DJ Moore posted the, yeah, the lowest out of that week, four. I think. Yep, which was also a Sam Darnold catastrophe yes. week. I mean, that was just the, that one was one of the ugliest games of the entire NFL season. Yep. <laughs> um, then against Minnesota, uh, Chuba finished with 13 fantasy points. 
and DJ Moore was in the 70s for yardage. Yes. Um, but he also uh, just did not catch anything. No. He had double-digit targets, and he only had five catches or something yeah. like that. Um, and then we said Hubbard's game against the Giants, and DJ Moore kind of put up some garbage time yards to make it up to 73. 100%. Um, see, I was testing to see if they take the ball out yeah. of Darnold's hands a little more, if that actually improves Darnold and Moore. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be no. the case. All right. And yes, under, I just can't trust this offense. No, that makes total sense. And I don't really trust him until CMC gets back. Eh? Yeah. He changes the entire dynamic of the team, which makes sense when he's one of the top five best players in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, our next one, Justin Jefferson, our boy. No um, 88 and a half receiving yards against Dallas. Let me read you his last four games. 118 against Seattle, 84 against Cleveland, 124 against Detroit, 80 against Carolina. He is averaging 90 yards on the season. This, <laughs> oh, this is a lock for me. Over? This is a lock for See, over. That's where I'm at. And it, it, the last four games, nine catches against Seattle, six against Cleveland, seven against Detroit, and eight against Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> now, it, it, he will probably more than likely be shadowed by Trayvon Diggs, who yeah. uh, leads the league in interceptions. Yes. But he also <laughs> leads the league in yards given up. Yes. Okay. And – just and, and, and Jefferson, mm-hmm. he gets a good chunk of yards on fade routes and stuff. Yes. So Kirk has to be on his A game, yes, to not get picked off by Diggs. And I'm expecting Kirk to get picked off like once. I think so, but I also think because Diggs is so overly aggressive that the double move and Jefferson's going to burn him at least once. And it's and he's got the wheels that if he burns them, it's a touchdown. You know, so. He can have one catch, bring him 65 yards. Yeah, right. And I guarantee he's getting more than two catches. So yep. that's what it's a that's a lock for over. me. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of which, I'll make that I'll, you'll make that right <laughs> now. Go cash it in on Thrive Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. sign up with the code Fellas. That's F-E-L-L-A-S. And you get a match on your deposit up to a hundred dollars. Yes. And uh there is another ticket deal for another contest yes. that pays out three grand to the first place winner. So go check us we'll out. Get it. Go check out our link in the TikTok bio because that's I think the only way how you can get there. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, use the code, fellas. Sign up. It's free money, people. It is. It's free money. It is. All right, let's dive into let's dive into some of these games. Oh boy, I, I've been waiting for this. Uh, it's it'll be fun to break these down. Um, this is probably one of my favorite parts of our. It's just. Going through, who do we like this week? Who don't we like? And the more I've been doing, especially the podcast this year and everything, I've realized one truth about fantasy football mm-hmm. is it is less, fantasy football is less about getting your predictions right in the beginning of the year as it is realizing when your predictions are wrong and be able to move off of them quickly. Yes. For example, DJ Moore was one of those guys that I was for sure. And I think all of us fellows were like, we like Robbie Moore. Yeah. And it took us a game and maybe three snaps. And we were like, all right, off of DJ all or off of Robbie. And we got to be in on DJ. You have to, you know, and it's just being able to realize even, even if you make a prediction or even if you say something, think something's going to happen in week three, 
and then it changes by week five. I mean, you got to be able to roll the punches yeah. constantly. And constantly. that's just, that's how you got to run your team. And I've really realized that people who come into the year and just keep thinking the same exact thing, they're the ones that lose because they're just holding on to that. It's okay to be wrong, but then you got to admit you're wrong and change. You yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah. And, and you then, you know, when it comes to flipping those players then, right. When yes. you have to kind of accept the fact of like, ah, man, I wish I could. I mean, like, Here's another example, Allen Robinson. Yes. You want to sell him for full value, mm-hmm. but through seven games so far this year, he's not been at full value. He's averaging eight points a game. Right. So you 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 have to drop your standards yes. and your value a little bit. 100%. Uh, we can't talk about the Cardinal Packers game because it is starting actually right now um, <laughs> as we speak. So we'll jump Panthers-Falcons divisional matchup. Ooh. We kind of just talked about with DJ Moore a little bit. We look at this matchup. I think one of your sets of the week is Sam Darnold, isn't it? Uh, my start is Matt Ryan. Start is Matt Ryan. Was Lucas Sam Darnold? Lucas might have been Sam Darnold, yeah. um, which he'll touch on more. But yeah, you got to think that Matt Ryan's going to put up a decent game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this, this Panthers defense, people keep saying they're so good. And I believe that they have a lot of talent. They just gave up 28 to Minnesota, 25 to New York. And it, and it's not all their fault. It's just when your offense is playing this bad, right? you're going to be giving up points. I mean, yep. that's just what happens. Right. You have no confidence in your yeah. your other side of the ball. So, you're, I mean, you're always on defense. You have short fields. Mm-hmm. Pitts is playing out of his mind. Yep. He looks like a top – I mean, he's, he's a lock for a top five tight end right now, yeah. and he is just moving up boards quickly. I mean, you still have Ridley. Yeah. Russell Gage came back last week, looked good. Yep. Cordero is still there. Yep. I mean, he's got weapons to throw the ball. He's a hard guy not to start right now. Right, yeah. Um, th- I said this in, uh, I guess, it would have been today because it got mm-hmm. posted today. In our Thursday yeah. episode, um, when we were going through the Carolina Giants game and breaking it down, mm-hmm. um. No, sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Falcons-Dolphins game. Yes. Um, I mentioned that this Atlanta offense is now kind of finding their stride a little bit. Mm. Um, they are figuring out which weapons are going to give them be- the best chance to win, which is why you're seeing less of Mike Davis. Yeah. Um, you're seeing a lot of Kyle Pitts. You're seeing a lot of Patterson. And you get a little bit of Ridley mixed in there, and mm-hmm. that kind of sucks as fantasy players because we're like, Ridley is dynamite. Why? Yeah. Why aren't you looking his way more? Mm-hmm. Granted, he did have ten targets against Dolphins last yeah. week. So, like I said, this offense is is kind of finding their stride a little yeah. bit, and they're they're in a nice little groove. But the defense is not going to do them any favors no. either, which will help our offense fantasy wise. Yes. Help that offense fantasy wise. Yeah. Um, here's the other thing I was thinking about when we we're going through DJ Moore's player prop. Yeah. Wonder if Atlanta is actually going to force Carolina to beat them with Robbie Anderson. I wouldn't blame you. I mean, he can't catch the ball right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do think DJ Moore up to this point has showed that he can kind of beat those yeah. kind of schemes. And it's just a matter of Darnold kind of recognizing yeah. it. Um, but here's a, here's my final thought on this game. It's a divisional game. Yeah. Divisional games are never high scoring unless it is like Week 16, week 17, yeah. and no one just gives a crap about scores because it's at it's the end of the season. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I think I, I mean, I definitely agree. Let me ask you three players, Mike Davis startable for the no. rest of the season. Is he startable? Uh, not until he shows a little bit more. All right, I'm on the same page. Russell Gage. Flex consideration? No, oh, too early. early. All right, and Robbie Anderson. You have to stash him. If once CMC comes back, that offense is going to change, and yeah. so you can't really base anything right now. For sure. All right, let's move on to the next one. we got Titans Colts. I, I mean, Elijah Mitchell ran all over him last week. Yeah. Um, and so you got to thank uh, Derrick Henry, who is considerably better than mm-hmm. Elijah Mitchell – We'll do that again this week. Yep. Um, Colts offense is kind of starting to look a little better. I, I mean, they, they looked pretty good last week in the right. I'm mean, pouring down rain. Yeah. So uh, Ty's back. Pittman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it'll, that'll be a very interesting game. I do not know what to expect from this game. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, you know, you don't know what team you're getting from either side. Yeah, I think. I think a lot of people are now hopping onto the Tennessee bandwagon because they mm. held Kansas City to three points, which like yeah. kudos to you, right? That like, was crazy. Um, but this defense has always been inconsistent, and if not inconsistent, it's always been bad. Yeah. So on the road in Indy against a up and coming offense, yeah, this might be that like twenty some to you know. 20 some game yeah so it's neck and neck throughout and then yeah. it's just one play yeah is executed more than the other yeah um aj brown he's for, back he he looked really really good um he looked huge too he is a big yeah. boy i <laughs> did not realize how big he is um i think i know lucas isn't huge on julio this week but julio still looks like julio to me and i Maybe this is the game. Maybe it's not the game this week, but I got to think he's coming back pretty soon, full strength. Big, biggest question for me that I want to ask you is uh, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. What are you doing with him? Right? Would you think of even starting him? Is he a guy that you need to see something from? Is he kind of like Russell Gage? I think you stash him. I think okay. he's more of a Robbie than he is a Gage. Okay. Um, I just think it's because they've got – so much talent that they can use in the front mm-hmm. end of the field, right? With Pittman and Taylor. And I mean, if Heinz can kind of get his footing under him, he yeah. can also help out. Marlon Mack is getting carries. So they've got guys in the, you know, on the front end of the field that they can mm-hmm. um, kind of keep you guessing a yeah. little bit. And then at the right time, they hit T.Y. Yeah. T.Y. is still a deep threat. <laughs> let's not, mm-hmm. let's not forget that it's, Maybe not the same as a couple of years ago when he yes. was top 10 wide receiver, right? But this offense, I think, is very complementary to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be hard to stop when you got a defense like Tennessee's. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say Hilton is a stash on your bench just because if, again, like Indy's getting their, their offense going as well, mm-hmm. he could be a flex play by the end of this year. For sure. All right, next we got Dolphins and Bills. Uh, it was, we need to say much other than just what it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a blowout. Gaskin, would you start him? Yeah, uh, no. Would you start Tua? No. Jalen Waddle? Yes. So Waddle is, and how about Kasiki? Um, 
I think if you're forced to, right? Okay. Like if it's Gasecki or waivers, yes. go Gasecki. Right. Okay, I agree with that 100. Um, Buffalo side, mm. you were making some interesting takes about the Buffalo side. Do you want to fill yeah. us in on what you're thinking? It's one of your boldest that could definitely smack you in the face, and you <laughs> you said that, yeah. But uh, um, so we do our weekly kind of starts and sits and stuff, and Lucas will do that in the next episode because mm. that's most recent injury yes. updates and all that stuff. But um, <laughs> Lucas in his stardom said Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. I actually had Sanders as one of my sit elms yeah. of the week. And my this might just be me being stubborn because I have Cole Beasley in what seems like every league. Yeah. Um, but after losing to Tennessee the way they did, yeah. I part of me wonders if Buffalo wants to go back to something they're more comfortable with, which is like Pelter, Stefan Diggs, yeah. use Beasley in the short game and occasionally use Knox in the red zone. Maybe Knox gets a bit of an uptake more in the red well, zone. Knox now. is out. So, oh, that's right. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Troy Sweeney. Is that Sweeney? His name? Yep, that's what it is. <sighs> they, so, that I think maybe that's my reason why I'm choosing Beasley over Sanders. Okay. Is that with Knox out, they have to use Sanders or Beasley more. They yeah. have to. And I'll just admit it. Beasley's on my team. I don't want them to be good. That's sure. why I said Beasley. For sure. Yeah, that makes why. sense. Um, I mean, they could all have great games, but yep. I, I like the reasoning. I can't argue with that. Uh, Bengals, Jets. Are you starting anyone on the Jets team? You said Corey Davis earlier. Corey Davis. And that's just because he's the top pass catching option. Yeah. And uh, it does worry me a little bit, knowing what, Cincinnati, or, uh, what Cincinnati's defense is like. Yeah. Um. But I just – he's tough. Yeah. To me, like, it's probably just because I want him to do good. Yeah. And when Wilson got hurt last week, mm-hmm. he still got work in the passing game with yeah. Mike White, who yeah. – like, who? <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, and one of those was a score. So, like, it's a matter of can they get the ball downfield. Yeah. And uh, – I don't think they're going to be able to do it through the run game because yeah, since he's got good run defense. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm just hope. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like Elijah Moore or Jamison Crowder have a bigger game uh-huh. than Corey Davis. It's going to be one of the receivers. It's yeah. just, you just don't know who. Yeah. Uh, Bengals. Um, Mixon's for sure play. Yeah. You can't sit chase for the rest of the season no. under any circumstances, the way he's been playing. Burrow. I feel uh, like it's a trap game for me. Yeah, uh, but it's so hard not to if you don't have a better option. I th- yeah, I think Burrow is in the same category as Gasecki. Like, if it's Burrow or waivers, yes. go Burrow. Yes. But like, if you got, I don't know, maybe this is the better, or maybe this is <laughs> perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan or Joe Burrow? Yeah. I would go Matt Ryan, Kirk or Burrow, Kirk. Yeah, that's I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm at too. That's that's the range that he's falling in right now. Mm-hmm. Um. T Higgins, play or no play? Play. Okay. I think I think he had what 15 targets last 15 targets. Oh my gosh. I don't think they're gonna throw that ball that much. No, but I think Higgins showed last year and he's shown flashes this year that like 
he can put up good numbers yes, against good player. Right. Maybe he's not your so you know super solid wide receiver too that you probably drafted him as yeah. this year. It's probably more of a flex at this mm-hmm. point, but again, like he's a solid flex. He's a solid flex. He'll get you 10. Yeah, he'll get you 10. And if he can score, that's perfect. 100%. All right. Another divisional game here in the Steelers and Browns. Uh, um, this might be gross because uh, I think Baker's out. He's really wanting to play. That's um, been so the report so he far. Is, um, from what I've heard, is his is pain tolerance. If he can yep. handle the pain. Um, so for me in this game, if Chubb plays, which I think he – It sounds like he will. Chubb and Najee are locks every single week. Always. Deontay's a lock. Yep. I'm not touching any Browns pass catcher this week. No, you shouldn't until um, everyone's fully healthy. The other, then that leaves two more that I have questions on. Is Dearness Johnson a play in a makeshift Kareem Hunt type role? I need a game okay. to just to just see what this offense is going to be without Kareem Hunt because the first game without Kareem Hunt was also yeah. without Nick Chubb. Yeah. So just what this offense is like. And I mean, Nick Chubb went on a tear last year at the end of the year, and yeah. so you know he is good enough to carry the workload on his own. The only reason mm-hmm. they have Hunt around is so that he doesn't get worn down so quickly. Right. And so you got to think that they just pound Chubb. Yeah. Um, the other one is Chase Claypool. How do you feel about Chase Claypool this week? He is so tough every week. I think if you have no one else, you have to play yeah. as your flex. I don't want to. I would not. I would rather go to waivers just because yeah. that might just be out of smite for yeah. Claypool. But um, I can also see him having a, a yeah. nice solid day. So yeah. it's really personal preference at that point. Yeah, he's, he's one that we weren't very high on as a group. Um, Which we – well, hold on. We weren't high on him as high as people yes, were going yes. on him. We, I mean, you you can't not as a fantasy player be a fan of his talent, right? Or of his physical gifts. Yes, it's just can Big Ben get the ball down the field that far? Which know? like it's like it, it, like it can happen for maybe like two mm-hmm. or three games. Yeah, and then it's shot yes, for the rest of the year. Exactly. Um, next, we got. Eagles and Lions, probably the game of the week. Everyone's looking forward to this one. <laughs> if you listen to our Thursday episode, which again, it's a super long one, we apologize. But um, Lucas wants to add a soundboard to the fellas soon, uh-huh. and, and one of the one of the entries on the soundboard is um, like that kind of like raspy radio, yes. t- like television commercial uh-huh. voice, and then it's like Lucas is like game of the week, right? Like. <laughs> This is already oh, yes. taking the title. Yeah. Uh, Lucas is not happy with the Eagles. Um, <laughs> Jalen Hurts is his favorite player. And <laughs> he might be benched, which I can't really blame the Eagles. He is not a good NFL quarterback. Um, he puts up good fantasy points. Uh, I also saw a breakdown that he doesn't average more than five um, fantasy points in uh, any quarter except the third, and he averages 11 <laughs> points in the third quarter. Um, so <laughs> he literally waits till the or not, or not the third quarter, the fourth quarter. Sorry, my bad. So when the game is already in garbage time, he averages a crazy amount of points. Um, which you know sounds about right. I, he, I mean, he's still a start as long as he's out there. Uh, yeah, Devontae Smith, I feel like that'll be a start. He is a, he is a must start. Same with game. Dallas Goddard. 
Yes, must start. Um, I wouldn't touch anyone else on that team right now. No. Um, not especially with Sanders being banged up. Uh, Lions, Swift is a must start. Uh, yeah, must start. Hawkinson's a must start if you have him. Yes. Um, unless for some reason you've drafted two tight ends really high. Um, Which, I don't know why you, but you would. But even then, I mean, that means you would have had to gone the, – really the only two you could have gone are Pitts and Hawkinson mm-hmm. or Kelsey and Hawkinson this week because Waller, Andrews, are not playing in kills out. So yep. <laughs> you're starting those two, and I would not touch any other line. Yep. All right. Well, that wraps up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say this for Lions. Watch Khalif Raymond. Yeah. You have to watch him, but I would not start him. <laughs> There's, there it is. Watch. Uh, watch only. Yes, 100%. Rams, Texans. We could just move past this one. Rams are going to win by a billion. Start the Rams. Sit the Texans, except Cooks. Maybe, and he, here's a watch player for the Texans. It's good old David Johnson. Yeah. Mark Ingram is out of town. There is only now Phil Lindsay, uh, Rex Burkhead, mm-hmm. and David Johnson in the yeah. backfield. So David Johnson could find his way into some nice little pass, yeah. passing work. Or Parts passing game work, possibly, but again, for this yes. game, no. he is a watch. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, question. What do you give the percent chance that Deshaun Watson is dealt by Tuesday, the NFL trade deadline? Oh, my goodness. This. Dude, this is literally the worst question to ask me <laughs> because this entire week I've had the Pat McAfee show just playing oh, in the background. Yeah. The entire, like, there's like, you know, there's three hours to yes. the show, right? Hour one, hour two, hour three. Hour two for the past three days have been about like the owner meetings going on in New York. Yeah. And the same question comes up every single game or like every single day. What are the odds that Deshaun Watson gets traded? <laughs> and one day he's like, yeah, you can definitely see it. Then yeah. the next day he's like, no, you yeah. really know he, he yeah. probably doesn't. Well, I, I'm going to say 50-50. That's because, like, where I'm at. <laughs> And like, and maybe it's just the mindset of like anything can happen. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's where I'm at. All right, 49ers Bears. This Ooh. might be a gross game. Um, San Fran and an upset. If that is an upset, I don't think there's an upset anymore. <laughs> I unfortunately, I, it's an, it's not an upset. Record wise, it's right. an upset for San Fran. But uh, yeah, I think you start the running backs and Debo. <laughs> Would you start anyone else? Um, <laughs> I, I, I personally would not, I would start Khalil Herbert, Elijah Mitchell and Debo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I, you, cause I, you should, I think he should be dropped. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I what it, happened? It makes no, I mean, there is no logical conclusion you can come to for what happened. Uh, Shanahan came out and said, he thinks he put on too much muscle and that's hurting him. You have a receiver in your division by the name of DK Metcalf who has muscle and he's what? Uh, don't ask me. <sighs> That's like just as confusing as the uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins yes. comparison at the offseason. Yikes, Shanahan. So Allen Robinson is one of those guys that I'm holding on to in fantasy. I'm not. The reasoning, I'm holding on to him till Tuesday and just hoping that he gets, he gets traded. traded. I mean, he is on a franchise tag. That would be my one hope is that after the trade deadline he's getting dropped <laughs> yeah yeah i mean if he's still in the bears after tuesday you can drop him by all means i mean justin fields is not turning around this season i'm sorry <laughs> the mad naggy curse yeah 
All right, next one, Pats and Chargers. This is actually going to be a very good game. It will be very interesting. And I think the thing that's really interesting for fantasy, Bill is notorious for taking away the number one. Yep. So Mike Williams has been the number one this year. But you have Keenan Allen on the other side who's more than capable of torching a team. I mean, he's gone on stretches in the last four seasons for like five-plus games where he is unguardable. Like 19 targets a game, 13 catches, 140 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, he can go on those stretches and he could start this game. But it just makes you go, does he try his method of just taking away Mike Williams and making him beat it with Keenan Allen? Or is this just a game where the Chargers are going to spread the ball around? I think I think Bill is going to prepare to take away Mike Williams. Yeah. Because he knows because I think he he's going to bet that the Chargers are too stubborn to yeah. switch it over, which they have shown. Mm-hmm. Like in the Baltimore game, yeah, they showed that they are not willing to like budge on their game plan or like yeah. their, you know their play calling moving forward if they're getting dominated. Mm-hmm. So I think Bill's going like, yeah, I'm going to take you know worst case scenario. If they're going to give it more to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, well, fine. We can drop back to what, like, our base, yeah. you know, defensive plays yeah. and schemes would be. But for the time being, in preparation, let's let's take away Mike Williams. They yeah. think they're being smart. We're going to um, outsmart them. Yeah. I, and Austin Eckler, of course, smash play. Uh, if he plays. If he plays. Um, Herbert, also, we can't sit Herbert right now. Nope. Um, on the other side of the ball, are you – Damian Harris and Hunter Henry. Anyone else? Jacoby. Would you start Jacoby this week? I would, just okay. because who else are you going to throw the ball True. to? True. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we'll see how long Damian Harris can keep up what he did last week. Uh, I don't think we're going to see another 25 points. I don't either, but you got to start him coming he, off of that, I feel like. He's more of a flex than yes. his uh, RB2 RB. Yeah. Yep. I would agree with that. Speaking of ugly games, here's another one. Jags at Seahawks. Why? Um, yeah, so we got Geno Smith versus Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, maybe maybe earlier in the year when they were like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, number one pick against Russell Wilson, this is a good game. But now it's like, oh <laughs> This is runner-up for Lucas's lit game of the week. Yeah, <laughs> wow. We got a couple stinkers this week. Um, James Robinson, and I guess you could – Let's let me ask you. Would you rather start Marvin Jones or LaVisca Schnault? Um, I neither. <laughs> Marvin Jones. That's where I would go with as well. I, yeah. Lawrence clearly trusts Marvin Jones yes. over any other pass catcher yes. on that team. 100%. Would you be willing to start Trevor Lawrence this week? In the same, <laughs> uh, he's in the same category as Gasecki and and, and, Burrow. Uh, and Burrow. Yep, it's him or wa- if it's him or waivers, I'm going Lawrence. Yeah, but man, that's ugh. Seattle side of the ball. He, you got to start DK because he's yep. the one that he looks to. Are you sitting Lockett this week? Yes. Lockett has, or I shouldn't say Lockett because I know it's not Lockett. Yeah. Smith has shown me nothing yes. in the past couple of weeks to show any promise for Lockett. That's the best way to put it. It's it's Geno Smith. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Alex Collins, are you starting him? I am starting Alex okay. Collins I'm... as a flex. Okay. He's a, he's the same as Chuba Hubbard of like, they're not going to use him that often, but, or maybe, maybe I'll put it this way. He's more of like the Devonte Booker that mm-hmm. will put up like 50 yards and a couple catches or right. like bank on him falling into the end zone, which yeah. against Jacksonville, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So yeah, he's a flex for sure. I'm out on Collins. I'm just, and it's nothing against him. It's all Geno. Smith. It's all Geno. Um, Bucks Saints. Oh. My sit of the week is the entire Saints offense, except for Camara. Uh, Camara. Yeah, and you're. I mean, you're not sitting Camara. <laughs> uh, he is the entire offense. He he could have 50 yards this week, and he might still put up 60 points or or uh, 17 points because he'll have 10 catches. Yep. You know, I mean, that's just how he's going to play. Yep. He's the only the only one on that offense that can do anything, and the Buck Bucks are going to do everything to shut him down. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll be nice for the Bucs to have Gronk back. Is he back finally? Uh, sounds more than likely he'll be back. That'll be interesting to see what that happens with what that does to Mike Evans. Listen to Saturday's episode with Lucas to find yeah. out the latest. But, yeah, I think Lucas said that if Gronk is back, you'll see a little bit of regret or touchdown regression with Mike Evans. Yeah. But personally, I think you're going to see more regression from Godwin than really from Evans. I, I, mm. okay, yeah. I just I don't know what it is with Godwin, but I Brady and Evans have a very different connection than him and Godwin do. Yeah, I am holding on to the hope that I take it all back because who's going to be shadowing Mike Evans this game? I want to be a Marshall Lattimore. And they kind of go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like majority, or it seems like majority of the time, Lattimore gets the best of Evans. Yeah. So maybe Godwin does not regress this game. So but every game after. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering if when Antonio Brown's out, if Godwin kind of steps up and takes that more of that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we saw I, last week, I, that Evans-Brady connection is special. Yeah, I mean, Godwin still played really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still had a great fantasy week, but that got Evans Brady connection is real special. It's different. Yeah. Uh, so Bucks. I mean, Sharon Godwin, Sharon Evans, Gronk plays. You're starting him. Yeah. Fournette. I said bench him, but I don't think you can just yes. because of what he's capable of. So you're saying your sit him is more of a temper your expectations for Fournette. Than yes. Anything. Yes. Okay. I feel it. Yeah. Um. Next game, Washington Broncos. We got three oh, games left. This is like third place for that yeah. game of the week. I agree. My my start of the week is Javante Williams. Wait a second. What's the? Oh, that's week nine. Sorry, I I saw the Jets. I'm like, who do the Jets play? They play the Colts. Oh my oh, goodness! Next Thursday, baby. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I got a Judy's back. Judy's back. So maybe this off. I mean, the Broncos might light him up. Because this defense is awful. Yeah. There's a chance they do if Judy comes back fully. I, I would assume he's coming back fully healthy six weeks off. I assume they wouldn't rush him back. But I guess I don't know for sure. Um, I mean, they they talked about it when on Thursday night between Denver and Cleveland. Um, I don't know who was it. Was it 
Aikman. I don't remember who it was. It may have been the pregame. But mm. anyway, whoever it was talking said that, like, this team is really built from the outside in. Yeah. And so if your playmaker and, like, if your guys that you're building your team around are down, your yeah. team's going nowhere. Yeah. Now that you've got all your guys back, it should kind of yeah. get back to the same. I'm not going to say the same pace that they were at before mm. everyone got hurt, but. I'm expecting a much better offensive outing from Denver this game. All right. I'm going to fly through all the players in that game real quick. And I want you to tell me start or sit. Yeah. Judy. Start. Sutton. Start. Javante Williams. Start. Melvin Gordon. Bench. Tim Patrick. Sit. Noah Fant. <sighs> Gisecki. All right. I feel that. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, yikes. Uh, nah. No. You got to sit him. Uh, Heineke. Sit. Gibson. Sit. McLaurin. Sit. Really? I I mean, this Denver secondary is tough to yes, beat. Yes, they are good. And I just I I don't trust Heineke anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. McKissick. Start. Just because they need to get the ball to somebody. Ricky Seals Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six. All right. Actually, no, probably start him just because it's again, so who, who yeah. else are you going to throw the ball to? All righty. And then <sighs> biggest game of the week by far. <laughs> Unanimous decision among all NFL fans. Yeah. Forget about Thursday. Sunday night. <laughs> Cowboys at the Vikings. At the Vikings. At the Vikings. This. I don't care what the over is. It's got to be close to 60. I'm taking the over. In this it's game. over. Uh, these two teams, I got a feeling are going to light up the scoreboard. Yeah. I mean, it could be a stinker. Don't get me wrong. But uh, mm-hmm. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, Justin Jefferson, um, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Tyler Conklin. Um, <laughs> Gronklin. Tyler Gronklin. Both teams coming off a bye. Yeah, fresh, rejuvenated. It it has all the makings of a Sunday night just special game. Mm-hmm. And I would start everybody. You're starting Zeke. <laughs> you're starting Amari. You're starting CD. You're starting Dak. If you pl- oh well, maybe I ask you this: What if Dak doesn't play? Is there a chance Dak doesn't play? There's a chance. Oh my gosh, I haven't even been looking at that. I just saw the cue and I was like. He had a bye week. Wow, if he doesn't play, that screws me. Um, <laughs> I have him in two leagues. We have Hurts in one of those. So True, you're, you're, you're fine on quarterback. True, but yeah, that would uh, that would be rough. But yeah, I think you gotta just who's the who's the backup? Yeah, I wouldn't trust the backup. I would. I mean, you still start Zeke at that point. I think you still start Amari and CD. If the backups in Hopkins, uh, sorry, pardon the interruption, but Hopkins already has 55 yards. <laughs> Should have taken the over. Should have taken the over. Gosh uh, darn it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I think you have to start both just because they're so talented and that Viking secondary is beat up without Patrick Peterson. Oh man. It, 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 it <laughs> I just, if Amari does not have a big game, I'm even pissed. Yeah. I think you gotta, um, but yeah. Who's I mean, the backup? 
Uh, Will Greer or Cooper Rush? All right. So well, they are screwed. It would be rough, play. but I feel like you still got to start. I mean, uh, temper the expectations. Definitely. I mean, it dep- obviously it depends who else you have. Right. Um, all right. Last game. Actually, let me ask you, as a Vikings fan, do Vikings win this one? Absolutely. 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 Um, that's not biased at all. No, <laughs> not, not at all. all. That was pure analytics. Right. <laughs> Everything is going right for the Vikings. <laughs> Nothing is going right for the Cowboys. It's yeah. simple. <clears throat> if you want to ask me for stats, talk to me in two weeks. Um, next one we got is Giants and Chiefs. Ugh. And in Kansas City. I'm going to be honest. This feels like the game where Kansas City wins by six touchdowns. I just think that they're going to come out so angry after what's happened these last couple of weeks after getting embarrassed. I mean, that might have been the worst Patrick Mahomes game I've ever seen, ever. Um, and I just think there's too many weapons. He's too good. Prime time at home. The crowd's going to be rocking. I'm taking Mahomes. I'm taking Kelsey and Hill, of course. I'm taking Daryl Williams. Yep. Yeah, I think for the Giants, if Kadarius Tony plays, you have to start him. Yes, just because you've seen what he can do. Yeah, and I mean, because they've shown before. If it, I mean, I've been very critical of Tony up to this point because mm-hmm. if it's Tony Shepard and Galladay, it typically breaks down to Shepard, Galladay, yeah, then Tony, but. If the Giants want any shot of really saying in any game, they need to get the ball to Tony more often. Yes, because he can break it on every play. Yep. Yeah. Slayton might be interesting, maybe, if Shepard yeah. doesn't play. If uh, you're in, like, 16 main yeah. leagues and, like, you're desperate, Slayton might be. Saquon's out this week, right? That's yep. what I've – is Booker a play? Yeah. Nah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like he got it after last week. Put up a decent decent week. Yeah. Kansas City – I mean, this defense is – this Kansas City defense is awful. Like yeah. they they are bottom three defenses in the league right now. Yeah, I so, think expect a big game from Graham Gano. Yeah, <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if you need a kicker, look for Graham Gano for sure. All right, well, that's our uh, breakdown. I have one final question to ask you, Cameron. Who, big question of the week. Cameron's <laughs> big question of the week. We got our trade deadline coming up on Tuesday. Ah, <laughs> who is the one player that you think it could? possibly happen that you want to see traded for fantasy purposes oh um and where would you like to see them go oh ooh, that's a good good question um i'm gonna i'll name the player first okay. and i'm gonna keep <laughs> i'll keep talking to kind of process like mm-hmm. what teams you could go to um marlon mack okay i like it I'm trying to think of what teams need a running back. Miami, Baltimore. I mean, they have. I would hate. I would hate Baltimore just because they have three guys that they could use. Um, Texas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Niners, maybe. Maybe the Niners would take them. Chiefs, maybe. Chiefs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd probably be. The Bills, if they want to add like one final piece to make a run, Steelers, if they want to back up for Najee, possibly, possibly that one feels a little more far fetched, but yeah, those would be some interesting, yeah. Marlon Mack for sure is one that I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, Eagles, 
Eagles would be an interesting one too. I think but I'm it's gonna, not a guarantee he gets carries. <laughs> I am gonna go with Allen Robinson. Yeah, I gotta. I think if he gets dealt, that'd be huge. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he would go. That's the thing. Yep. A lot of teams could use it. I mean, imagine if he went to somewhere like the Chiefs. Oh. I don't think they can. I don't know if they can afford. Probably him not. <laughs> or afford to go get him, but that would be crazy. Um, what about like the Colts? The Colts. Yeah, that would be another really interesting one. I would like that. Uh, if the Packers weren't in their division, I could see the Packers pursuing them, but they won't trade mm-hmm. in, the, in the division in middle well, of the season, especially a player like Allen Robinson. Bears to Packers will never yeah. happen. Uh, so, yeah, but he would be a very interesting one to see move. Yeah, maybe someone that's not fantasy-related, Xavier uh, Howard from the Dolphins. Yes. Bring him to the Vikings, please. I don't care if they want a first. Go get the man. We need the cornerback. 100%. (laughs) All right. With that, we wish you good luck on this weekend. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Go get some candy. Be safe. (laughs) Be smart. Win your league. (laughs) Win win the week. Win the week, baby. Win the week. All right. With that, deuces. Deuces.